<laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to Grit and Grace TV. Before we get too far into this, I, I see I see Lynn over there still <laughs> wiping the tears out of her eyes. Um, yeah, we uh, we had a nice little pre-show. <laughs> That uh, I thought it was, I thought it was a lot of fun. I mean, I guess not everybody gets into, uh. you know, foreplay before the pre-show. But anyways, we had a great pre-show, and we're hopefully <laughs> we can carry that energy over to the actual show. So thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to Grit and Grace TV. I am one of your hosts, CJ, and this is my other awesome host. And I pointed the wrong direction. I got to point that way. This is Lynn Burnett from the beautiful country of Canada. <laughs> you Where it's freezing freaking cold right now and it's you've pissing been, me off. You've been bitching about the weather today. That, that, I thought that was kind of funny that you would complain about the weather. I mean, you are like way the rest of us. What? Oh, man. It says that. No we sound? No sound. Mm. Are you kidding me? No. No, that was like a great intro. What is going on here? Be live TV. Where is our sound? Huh. Maybe it's just maybe it's just you, Angela. We need somebody. <laughs> hey, Angela, maybe you want to check your tab and see if you need to unmute it or turn up the volume just a little bit. But if she can't hear you, she's not going to know. You know, I, I she doesn't have a clue what I'm saying over here. This won't uh, work out well for the podcast. No, it's not going to work out very well for the podcast. Jeez, this is going to really, let me just go on over here to Facebook. And comment. I'm just going to go check it out. I'm going to have oh, to. Oh, she rebooted. Oh, hey. Okay. So do you have sound? No. Testing. Oh, yay. Angela's going to count, so we are all good. So, oh, and you missed a great intro. <laughs> Only you and I were enjoying it again. <laughs> apparently, there's. I'm sure there's. it's going to be on the recording. So um, just rewind a little bit after the show, after the show. But anyways, like I was saying, I am CJ. This is Lynn. And tonight we are going to be talking about something that, well, I hope you put the kids to bed. Let's just put it that way. Let's just say, let's hope you put the kids to bed. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe even set the mood. Maybe even uh, light a few candles. You know, dim the lights a little bit. Maybe put on some soft background music. Just you know, just something to kind of help help the show along a little bit. Because trust boom, me, chicka boom boom. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, we're we're in 2017, not 1970. The, that totally. that music was totally synonymous with. The mustache, you know, the, you know the one I'm talking about. The woman. yeah, what's his name? Really hairy. Tom Selleck. No. <laughs> oh, what was his name? Jeremy. Oh, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy, yeah. Yeah, he had the whole porn stash going on. Everybody loved. Really him. hairy, yeah. Oh yeah, and like 300 pounds ish, somewhere in there. Anyway. Um, so yeah, we're going to be talking about spicing it up in the bedroom, but before we get into all of the good stuff, what's been going on over in, uh, over in your world, Lynn? 
It's fucking cold. That's what's going on in my world. And it's pissing me off. And I've had enough. I need to move. I need to move. Uh, uh, Mexico, I think. I hear Portugal's really good. Like, the the cost of living's low, and there's beaches, and there's sun. So, like, uh, you know, I could be, like, moving to Portugal. I could be doing this from Portugal. Well, hey, you know, here in South Dakota, we've got mountains, beaches, sun. I mean, it was a beautiful 89 degrees today. I cannot about 89 degrees. Now, when it starts getting the 90s and stuff like that, then you'll hear me starting bitching about it's too hot. And then when it gets down in the 60s, I'll be like, oh, it's too cold. I can't ride my motorcycle. But, you know, right now, 89 degrees. I still can't ride my motorcycle because I broke that bitch. But, hey, that's what happens when you ride them hard and put them away wet. You know, it's yeah. just the way things go sometimes. That's the way it is. You broke her. I broke her. Yeah. You know. She's powerful. <laughs> I had way too much expectations for that girl. <laughs> but. Oh, are we going to even get into the show today? Holy smokes. <laughs> <laughs> I just in a mood. It was our pre-show prep there that's just gotten me in a mood. Well, you and know, I cry when I laugh, so. You know, that's that's what happens when a guy mentions the word foreplay because most women know, most men don't know what the hell foreplay even is. So that's when right. a guy actually mentions the word, I can see how that it, it would bring out that kind of reaction <laughs> From a woman. <laughs> so it's going to be a great show. So if you could hit share right now because we want other people to get in on the conversation and uh, because we think this is an important conversation. Because people want to talk about this and we know it from you and I both having different conversations with other people. People want to talk about it. They just don't know how to get it going. And we've gotten a lot of feedback from people this month on um, how much they're getting from the show and 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 what it's doing. And it is getting people talking. People are talking about things that they wouldn't normally talk about. So so hit share, please share this out and uh, and get in in the conversation and share with us. CJ did some polling today. He's our poll master. <laughs> <laughs> Angela, help me out here. I don't even know what to say to that. I did go out and I asked some people. Some uh, one question. It was just one question, and I sent that question out, and uh, and then I also came back and I sent it out to private messages just to see how many people would uh, respond to it. And I'll be honest with you, I was extremely uh, blown away by how many people actually answered and the responded the way they did. Um, some of the some of the answers I got, I never would have imagined. Never in a million years would I. Would I have thought I got? I would have got those react uh, those answers. So I was pretty pretty excited about this one, and you know, it's just it, it makes me want to be you know pole master more in the future. Let's <laughs> just put it that way. But uh, <laughs> now, that well, we I think I think it's important because I think uh, when, like we were talking about before the show, it. You know, life happens, and we've got kids, and especially if you have kids and they're busy. Like, yeah. thank you, man. Ha- thank you. 
and you get the autographed poster of CJ in his favorite suit. Um, <laughs> I think it's very easy for this important connective part of a relationship to go by the wayside. We're too busy. There's other things that are happening. And so there's, there's things that you can do. There's things that you can do. And I'm really can't wait to hear the answers that you got because that could, that definitely helps other people. So that's definitely the benefit of people responding, speaking out and asking. So I like, I like dying to hear. Well, let's start there because that's kind of what yeah. everything that we're going to talk about in the show kind of stems from this. I mean, these are the problems that people have that, you know, that kill the sex life in the bedroom. I mean, these things are what everybody is experiencing. It's not just the 100 people that I talk to. It is literally everybody across the board. Everybody experiences one or more of these things on a day-to-day basis. So why don't we start with those? Absolutely, yeah. And I think it's important just to say that I think no matter what, I think there's going to be times in a relationship where it is going to get a little tired and automatic um, I think it's when it stays there forever, that's the danger point. Well, you know, and it's funny because that was the highest number of people. 30% of the people I talked to said that uh, the reason why uh, the sex dies out in the bedroom is because it becomes boring, routine, expected, those types of, those are the words that were coming out of people's mouths. And for the most part, that is that is true. I mean, most people kind of get into that rhythm. Um, I mean, I've heard of people even setting up certain days, like Wednesdays we, we we have sex, Fridays we have sex, or Sundays are our sex day. Whatever it is, they set a certain day, and that day it just it's like every week, right on the money. They, that's what they're doing, and it becomes that that routine and. Everything, every time they do, even if it's not routine like that, they're saying that, it. well, it's boring. We do it the same way all the time. This is how we start. This is how, what we, this is the position we're in. This is, this is how we finish. And then when we're done with that, we, we go have a, a drink or a smoke or whatever it is. Then we come in and he's, he's sleeping already and whatever. That's, 30% of the people I talked to said that was the reason why their sex life stopped. And it didn't just slow down. It just literally stopped. Mm. That's sad. Now, 20%. The, now, there's two of them that this next two highest are both at 20%. And the one of them was stress. You know, stress from your daily job, daily living, you know, whatever, whatever it is outside of the house, it, this is all stressors from outside of the home. So a big one was stress from your job, you know, whether or not you're, you're making your quotas or if you're, you're not uh, getting the things done at, at work that you need to get done. Those, that was the biggest number of this 20%. But for the most part, stress outside of the home was, was number two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you know, the funniest thing is that sex would help that. It's funny, the things that we always need are the things that we don't do and things get affected. You know, when you get down or depressed or blue, 
what you need is to be around some other people, but we don't, we pull back. You know, sex is a great solution to a lot of these things, but instead it's killing it. Yeah, and I'll, I'll admit, I've, I've been victim to this myself where things seem to be, you know, piling up. I, I know I've got certain things that I got to have done, uh, certain bills paid or whatever it is. It's like, oh, I know I got to get this done. And things just, you know, sex and intimacy is like the last thing on your mind when you're so concentrated on making sure this, that, or the other gets done. And I know there's a lot of women that deal with that as well. Because most most women, they're the ones that will stay up late at night thinking about the things that they have to have done the next day or the next or you know this week or whatever. And it's really hard for a lot of women to sleep when they have such a busy mind thinking of those things. And the last thing they happen to be thinking about most of the time is, oh, maybe I should have sex with my husband. Mm hmm. Yeah, I think for some women too, especially if their children are small, they're pawed at all the time. And if they're breastfeeding, and then it's just like, really, do I need someone else groping at my body? <laughs> I know that's, you know, for some women, that's like, ah, like my space. I need my space. So, so I want to hear. That was actually number three. Uh, the, the third highest one at 10% was children and not making time for each other. You know, um, and that came from uh, everybody who answered that question with children were all women. Um, not a single guy said, yeah, kids get in the way. No, most guys, they don't care. They're like, we'll just go find a place to hide. You know, <laughs> you know that's never a problem. But for, uh, you know, they were, all of them were women and all of them used that as a, as one of those things. You just get so beat down. You're raising the kids. You don't really, you know, think about, well, I need to make time for my spouse or I just don't want to deal with anything from my spouse because I've 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 spent all my time with one kid, I don't need to worry about another one. So mm -hmm. <laughs> that that was one of the one of them I I got today. I thought that was kind of interesting how her husband was just one of her kids and I, I guess some sometimes, yeah. Um the other <laughs> The other 20% one we skipped over was the not trusting or and not trusting each other anymore. Or what? Yeah, that and that one kind of took me by surprise. Um, the not being able to trust each other, um, being hurt in the past by somebody and the unforgiveness that goes along with that. That one there, I, I didn't think it was going to be as high as it was, but and that came from both men and women. It wasn't just one-sided, which, and it was very even between the men and women who, who said that. So it wasn't something that um, there's like 10 women to four guys. It was dead even. So that one, I, I, that one really, really caught me by surprise. Yeah. That would for me on uh, when it comes to men, like I could see it being a, a big issue with, women trust in yeah. sex but with men. That's very interesting. Definitely. That's very interesting. Now mm -hmm. bouncing down to the uh, fourth one, which is also 10% was weight and body image. That one I thought was going to be higher to be honest with you. Um, because one of the yeah. first people I talked to said weight and body or talked about body image. So as soon as I heard that, I thought, wow, that's going to be 
if not number one, number two. And I was surprised it was as far as it was down as it was. But really, I mean, if you think about it, you know, a woman who puts on a lot of weight with pregnancy, one of the first things she talks about is she doesn't feel sexy. She doesn't feel like she's wanted anymore. And guys, guys are just as insecure about things when it comes to their body. It, if a guy puts on an extra 20, 30 pounds, now he's not necessarily feeling like, hey, he's that, he's that Fabio. He's that cover, uh, you know, that romance cover guy anymore for you. So, Fabio. Yeah, he's not that Fabio anymore. So, he, he, you know, he might not, uh, might not uh, uh, want to participate. The Greek god. He's turned. To, he's the Buddha god, not the Greek god. You know, a lot of, you know, even sometimes, you know, things get said out of anger when when two people have an argument, and you know, certain things get said, and maybe she says something about his anatomy, and that throws little thing, you know, little hiccups in his mind, and. You'd be surprised on how insecure guys can be when it comes to that part of I mean, come on. Every guy wants to think they got a big dick. That's <laughs> just not the case. But that's what every guy wants to believe. And when a woman can crush his his mental image of what he has downstairs, it's all over but the crying right then. I mean, it's just <laughs> not going to happen. I mean... From that point forward, you're you're faced with the realization that you're just adequate. Yeah, well, that's like last week's show we were talking about and that article that I shared. Remember? Yeah. I mean, we all have. Yeah, everybody's going to be self-conscious. Exactly. But I'm very surprised that that wasn't higher on the list about body image and people feeling self-conscious about their bodies. I'm surprised that wasn't higher as to why sex slows down and or stops. That's that's like super interesting. I, I would have thought like, yeah, that and kids because, yeah, moms are tired or the kids are always around or you can't find quiet time or that's very surprising. And then the last two that are on the list were both at five percent. They're the only, and there were there were a few others that were just kind of like one offs, but these two were the ones that uh, kind of had multiple people talking about them, and one of them being health problems. Um, you know, women develop certain health problems that where sex becomes painful and just not enjoyable. So that was that came up a couple of times, and then guys with, you know erectile dysfunction or, or some other uh, problems that, you know, their junk just don't work no more. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. things like that. And uh, so health problems be coming in at 5%. And then the other one coming in at 5% was just not communicating what you want. Mm. Um, and, and I thought that one was going to be higher as well. You know, just, I don't know how many times that, you know, you go into you go into the bedroom, you lay down, you go to sleep. You you want to have sex. I mean, you're you're all primed and ready. Your spouse is primed and ready. They're they're willing to have sex too. You both want it, but you're just not communicating. You just don't talk to each other, or you don't give each other the signs, or you just don't try. So you know, part of that is you know that fear 
uh, fear maybe or whatever it is, but just the lack of communication, that came in at 5%. And then some of those little one-offs things are just... Like what? What are the one-offs? Well, some of the one-offs, and let me see if I wrote some of them down. Um, oh, guess I didn't really write them down. Um, oh, changes in relationships. Um, you know, you're, and what what she meant by changes in relationships is like, like um, she she was wanting to do more things outside of the home. He became more of a homebody. So, you know, because of the way their relationship had changed, how they grew out, out kind of apart from each other, you know, that kind of sure. stuff. Um, and that's, that's really, that's, you know, those are kind of the, the things that I was hearing. Um, expect uh-huh. being another one-off. Um, not, uh, you know, if, if you set your expectations for sex one way, and you're not it's it's you're not received this the way that you expect it to be received then uh-huh. that can kind of you know lead to disappointment and all that kind of stuff so those are those are kind of the one off type of things that that I was hearing but uh for the most part you know you know boring and routine that that's the winner I mean and that's really kind of what we're talking about tonight is how can we spice things up and not let them become boring and routine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, uh, like a lot of things in life, anytime people think about changing or doing something different, they have this idea that it has to be this major drastic thing. And you don't have to start going out buying, like, equipment to screw to your ceiling and <laughs> swings and shit. Like, it doesn't have to be that drastic. Like, you talked about... Yeah, for some people, it's like the same day or two days a week. Okay, well, if that's the way it works for whatever reason, maybe, you know, little Jimmy's got something that he does, so you got two hours free. Okay, so it's the same day, but what do you do within that time? It doesn't have to be a huge drastic. It's not like you got to go out and buy costumes. It, it could be the littlest thing. I know for a lot, I've heard from a lot of women, and in reading articles, a uh, big thing is uh, – you know, in the dark, like turn off the lights so you don't see me undress and get into bed. You know, maybe, maybe have the lights on that time. Like do that one thing. I mean, that could be enough to get things. I mean, I'm sure for you, there could be just one little thing that you'd be like, whoa. Oh yeah. You know, here's here's the thing. And this goes back to that body image uh, part. Most women, and I'm not, like I said, I was extremely surprised that this wasn't number one because most women want to have the lights off because of that body image, what they, what they think of the bo- their bodies and things like that. However, it doesn't matter. I mean, when, when a man is sitting there looking at you and you're all in your glory and he's all in his, trust me, you're going to know whether or not what he sees is what he likes. It's, it's inevitable. But for the most part, you know, it doesn't – guys, when we when we look at a woman, it's not about, you know, they've got to have this magazine body. And you know what the one I'm talking about? You, the ones that we see airbrushed in every single women's magazine, they've got these 
perfect bodies, what they consider perfect bodies. That's not what got, what turns guys on. Just the fact that a woman is standing there naked and they want them. That's yes. what it takes. Yes. That's it. And so it doesn't matter if, if you have curves, it doesn't matter if you're a big woman, a small woman or whatever. If you're naked and you want him, that is all that's on his mind at that moment. He's wanting you. He's ready. I am so glad you said that because right from the horse's mouth. Right. Like, I mean, that that is true. And, I and you know, I, I remember at times where, yeah, feeling self-conscious. I think for anybody that's going to be a factor because everybody, I think it, every woman just about has something that they don't like or, you know, they're concerned about or they think is ugly. <clears throat> he knows, he knows if you have, if you've had kids and you got a little pooch, he knows you have the pooch. It, you get dressed in the dark. He knows you have it. He has seen you somehow. You didn't know he has touched you. You know, it's, He's with you. He's with you there. You're together. You're in the relationship. He's choosing you. Yeah, a man doesn't isolate a portion out of your body. It's the whole thing. And yeah, some people, maybe those ones in the magazines, you know, they've got the abs, they've got whatever, and yeah, it's great to look at. But they're there with you. So try that different thing. Try, if you can't go full on lights, then light a bunch of candles try that candles are amazing everything looks great by candlelight it does because you have different shadows shining in different ways and the way the shadows move with the flickering of lights and yeah definitely when you it, when you have that nice soft yellow glow in the flickering lights man it's it's like greek goddess right there boom done yeah. done deal for me it's a done deal Every time. Yeah. So. yeah. So little things. So, you know, this is something, too, that I think is great that I've done to spice things up. You know, it doesn't have to be huge. Your man comes home from work. He, You're doing dinner. He jumps in the shower. Turn the freaking stove down and jump in the shower for five minutes. Lather him up. Give him a nice smooch. Jump out, dry off, and go continue on with dinner. Like that could be just that one thing that it's just something different. Yeah. And, you know, here's the thing I want to talk. I want to address this real quick because I, as I was going through some research tonight, every single website that I looked at, it said something about having sex in the shower. Uh-uh. No. Mm. Don't do it. You will drown yourself. You may as it's better just to get clean together and then get yeah. out what you got to do don't yeah. have sex in the shower i don't care who i don't know where that ever came from to be honest with you it is you know the porn industry i it's got porn. well yeah okay so porn you mean did you almost dry drown <laughs> are you saying this from personal experience oh, you almost drowned. oh absolutely i mean there's only i mean come on bathtubs hot tubs showers <laughs> eh -eh. New, new. Yeah, not, no, it's not good. No, it's not fun. It really isn't fun because it's kind of awkward and things just don't work out right. Yeah. And then yeah, you got 
everything else to deal with after at the end. But uh, yeah, just. Uh, <laughs> But the lathering up is good, and it's just yeah. a nice close time. But exactly what you were just talking about, lathering each other up. Spend time. You know, one of the most erotic things that I I know that I've done was wash my wife's hair. That, to me, it, it turned me on, it turned her on, and it was such a bonding experience that we shared together that it's you, we couldn't help but just be completely into each other when we got out. Yeah. So, yeah. Not to mention you have, you know, you have all these different erogenous zones starting at the top of your head. When, when you just start hitting each one of the chakras come start starting from the top of the head, moving on down. I bet you didn't even know. Whoa. 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 (laughs) So, Oh yeah, we're gonna get deep here. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> you amaze me! But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just kind of did this whole blink on and off thing. I hope we're still on Facebook. Uh. That was crazy. You blew Be Live's mind. Like, I know. Like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, now I got to go over and check Facebook to make oh sure. Oh, my gosh. That is yeah. so funny. But you know what I'm talking about. Oh, totally. Totally. And that's the thing, too. I think it's those little things. It doesn't have to be direct, direct sex. It's what are just those intimate moments that you can grab and like that that can lead to that and maybe they don't maybe they're just those little moments but the thought of that will linger it will add uh, a layer an element of of intimacy that you can build on that can be brought forth when when the time when you do have sex right are we still running on the yep it looks like everything is running still okay so yeah, it's, uh, don't know what. I happened. love that. That was a, <laughs> it was just too much for everything. I yeah, mean, I love that example. Well, I mean, and think about this, guys. Um, and this is mainly for you guys. How many times has have you been laying in bed and your wife has said, "Play with my hair"? It's you know, it's something that's relaxing to her in in something that she can just lay back and just feel completely at ease. That is, you know, that's just the beginning. I mean, there's so many different ways you can go from there. If she's telling you to play with her hair, good chance is that she wants you to continue playing a whole lot of other areas. So the cues, those subtle cues, that's the, that's uh, one of the tips that I want to talk about. Are those those little subtle cues? And Lynn, you froze up on on the video again. <laughs> Not on my end. Oh well, did I freeze on your end? Am I no. okay? Because watching uh, Facebook, also, <laughs> you got this really weird kind of growly look. But uh, <laughs> but uh, thank God for podcast versions, right? 
So like I was saying, guys, pay attention to subtle cues. Women are not the types. And I'm, I'm not talking about all women. I'm saying a lot of times women are not the type type uh, of people who are going to tell you, hey, let's go to the bedroom. Let's have sex. It's not going to happen like that. So you got to start paying attention to those subtle cues, you know, like play with my hair or, you know, can you can you rub my back? And then can you rub this lower and, and then to the part where you're almost rubbing right above her butt? You know, got to be really in tune with what she's saying. And I know, I know sometimes you're going to feel so tired, you're just going to feel tired. You just don't want to do it. He's like, oh, okay, you're just kind of phoning it in, running your fingers through her hair. Yeah, I know. I know. I've been there. I've done that. Oh, my God. That's funny. It's true, though. I mean, tell me I'm wrong. I No, you're totally. <laughs> or or if we go and sit on your lap. Right. Go sit on your lap. There's, there's two. Oh, hold on. There's two different ways that a woman will come sit on your lap. She'll come sit on your lap where it's like. She just like plops herself in your lap and it's just like, ah, and you know that she's just messing with you. She's just sitting in your lap. But then there's that way that she sits in your lap where she just positions herself perfectly. And all she's got to do is just move just slightly. And there's a reaction. When you get that sit on lap thing, when you get that one, you better be paying attention because they're definitely, definitely telling you something. Yeah. Or touch or touch in a certain way that she doesn't normally touch you. <clears throat> rub the inside of your arm. If she's beside you, rub the inside of your arm or the inside of your leg. Or the back of your neck. A lot of times you get that behind the neck thing. Yeah. Run your hand up. Yeah, exactly. Guys, got to pay attention. Got to pay attention. It's only take, you know, I've been married. This will be 18 years, and I'm just now starting to catch on to these subtle hints. I I should be kicked. I really should, but, you know, whatever. Or, or sometimes she will just say, come on and grab your hand. Well, yeah, that's that that'll happen sometimes. But uh, yeah. what's what's your favorite thing? When when what's your favorite thing though? When when you're just laying in bed by yourself, are are you the type of person? Well, maybe I don't want to put you on the spot like this. Uh, by myself, I, I'm laying in bed by myself. Do you like listening <laughs> to romance novels or do you like watching romantic movies? I used to read those a long time ago. Like in my twenties, I would read those novels. Now, now, no, I haven't for years. It's probably been tw 20 years since I've read a book like that. Um, I like watching the movies. Like, you know, like The Notebook was a great movie. Or, yeah, I like watching movies like that. Romans. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read those in in years and some of them were okay but you know your your early 20s um 
you know, a lot of it's still kind of new, right? Like that's all kind of still new in your early 20s, right? So you read that and you're like, whoa. But no. No, my, when I first got married, my wife used to read a lot of those romance novels. And I'll be honest with you, it, it, I, th- I thought at that time it set some expectations that just weren't really fair. Because well, and then we came out with the whole Fifty Shades of Grey, now, which I didn't read. Well, you don't have to read that one to understand what that's about. But, uh, I, you know, the, one of the things that <laughs> – so those old romance novels, you know, the Nora Roberts and all that kind of stuff, they set bad expectations for young women. Who are you? Hold on. Who are you? How do you know that? <laughs> Are you an alien? What fucking planet did you come from? You're the most. <laughs> Your wife better not ever let you go. That's all I have to say. Well, I have been married for 18, almost going on 18 years. So that's well, she's just- smart <laughs> that she has it because, oh, my God. Okay, carry I- on. Sorry. So I've actually paid attention a whole lot more than she probably knows I have. However, so those romance novels kind of, you know, painted a, a really bad picture, you know, because it gave, it, it set these expectations so high. And, and guys, we can't live up to those expectations. However, the, the novels that are coming out now, as it seems like as women get older and get more confident and comfortable with what they want and who they are and everything like that, thank God. That's just because you're older now. Oh, so the right. women are your age now. Right. Well, but now I can sit there and I can lay in bed. And usually what happens if if I'm laying in bed, I'm watching something on YouTube. Chances are it's some lame-ass documentary just to put me to sleep. However, every now and then my wife will be listening to her version of porn like Fifty Shades of Grey or or one of the other really racy novels. And I will turn down the audio on, on my, on my headphones so I can kind of pay attention to what she's listening to. And I'll be honest with you. There's been a few times where that alone has led to the next thing. So guys, I mean, listen to what your wife is listening to, because trust me, it's well worth it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I think uh, it is. I think it's used for a different purpose now. So back in like the twenties, right? It's all new and it's exciting. And yeah, you're right. It does sort of set men up this unrealistic expectation. Now I think like women our age. Now it's more like um um. You can't even say it like that. Though. Like a foreplay type thing. But you can't really even say women my our age anymore because uh, women that that are in their twenties and thirties, you know, or or even their late teens are going to watch these movies, the Fifty Shades of Grey, the um, you know, the Magic Mikes, you know, the things are, you know. Oh, I love Magic Mike. <laughs> well, the it seems like. Soft porn, and I'll, I'll use it like that. Soft porn has become more acceptable in in uh, society starting at a younger age now than I think it was before. But I think uh-huh. younger 
are more are are more exposed to those things. However, because of that, it it leads into the hardcore stuff, which is destroying a lot of uh, romance in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. You know, I think for some people it does, and for some people it doesn't. And um, you know, if used right, I'm all for it. If that is the only thing you're going by and that and it's like all the time and you're watching it all the time and <clears throat> you have the expectations for that and you try and live up to that and you're trying to do all the trying to you're breaking your neck trying to do those weird ass things on the couch and the awkward positions. Yeah, it's not going to work. But I think used in the right way, uh, definitely. Uh, see, now me, when I was a teen, my... I didn't, you didn't see stuff like that on TV. TV. I mean, they didn't allow certain things. They didn't like, you know, I remember Three's Company was really big, that show Three's Company. And to have them all living together, a guy and two girls, even that was like, whoa. Yeah, exactly. You know, like, so then, you know, but, but then Prince entered my life and that was sort of my... That was my, Prince was my mentor when I was in my teens. Prince was like, woo. I was like, it was like he made it, sex was great and he made it okay. And it was like that spoke to me. And so that was sort of my, what I followed as I grew up. And so um, I've never, so I've always, we were talking about this last time. So I've never if I want it, I ask for it. I, I will be like, hey, like, come on. And and I will initiate and I will ask for what I want. And I will because it was just to me, that's just the way it was. And because that's because I listened to Prince. That's, he just, he Prince totally influenced my sex life. He, he was my mentor there. So, so I wrote down. It was okay. I wrote down some common sex tips that I found online and I'm just going to throw them out to you and I want to kind of get your take on them. Okay. Okay. So tip number one was set the mood, you know, dim the lights with candles, music, maybe some toys and lotions. They got time. You know, time seems to be the biggest thing for that. I mean, that's kind of one of those, Hey, we're alone. Maybe it's before you have kids or maybe it's after the kids have left the house or maybe it's like they're gone for the day doing whatever they're doing with their friends. But, uh, yeah, I, th- I thought uh, I thought that was kind of a cool one. I've always liked that whole, I know. Keep I'm, a treasure chest of your st- stuff beside your bed. Or a lockbox. Yeah. And have some, keep like a lighter handy so you can light the candles in your room. Keep the candles in your room. Bada bing, bada boom. You're ready to go. Okay, so the next one was get hands on, touching each other, rubbing each other, and even giving your, your, giving your spouse a hand where it counts. That's the way they wrote it. <laughs> I can only imagine that giving your partner a hand where it counts either means uh, uh, giving them a hand job or giving her, you know, just flicking the door. So, 
You know, I, I've never, never been big on that, to be honest with you. A hand job? Yeah. Just, oh. Just never been really big on that. It's like, okay, yeah, you're doing that. Great. I, okay, now I've got to direct you on how to do that. Here, just let me do it myself and I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> Hand me that lotion. Yeah, it's just, I mean, <laughs> somebody else, you know, the wife doing it, it's just, yeah, that's, okay, just. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, again, that's a personal preference thing, right? For some people, that could be a big thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, next. Go slow, don't rush it, make the foreplay last all day. All day. Yeah, I like that one. You know, wake up all and, day? Oh, all day. Absolutely. Think about Holy, it. I'm an impatient person. But he <laughs> you think about this though. You wake up on morning. my knees crying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's, think about this just for a second. Okay. You wake up in the morning together. You're having a cup of coffee. You flirt with each other a little bit, and you kind of set the stage. Okay, that. Wait, yeah. okay. Okay. And then throughout the day, you're at work. She's at home or she's at work. You're, you're at work. And you just send each other little flirty messages that progressively get a little bit raunchier as the day goes on. Yeah, I would do that. Then you get home. You see each other. And then you start getting a little handsy. You know, you yeah. just kind of build that that tension and the, everything throughout the day. So, yeah, the last, you know, go slow and let the foreplay last all day. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it starts in the mind. Absolutely. For sure. For sure. It starts in the mind and words and, yep. Number four is open up and say, ah. Oh. <laughs> just like just like number uh number two was get hands on you know yeah. it was you know instead of going the hands route we're going the oral route you know and, yeah and i think well, so, many, so many people think that sex is just intercourse you know a lot a lot i would say a huge amount yeah that it's all about that that's the main attraction and it's so not it's so not yeah, there's so many different things that a person can do and and enjoy each other and have pleasure with each other without having intercourse. It's not always that. It's not necessary all the time. No, because it's the connection that's made. It's the connecting that's happening. It's the It's what's going on between the two of you without saying anything and it's so much deeper it's so much deeper than that absolutely but i think yeah that becomes the and that becomes part of the routine you get off you get off well we both got off we're done let we're good like and it's really not it could be it could be a night where only one of you and it's just one person that's getting the attention and you know that's something different to try too and then number five to close it all out you know, just like number one was to, hey, be romantic, take it slow, do your whole thing. Number five is just get it on. Just get it on. Do what you got to do. Just whether, you know, just as spontaneous as it needs to be, just come together, get it on. 
and you know make it excitement. Maybe you push her up against the wall, or maybe you push him up against the wall. Whichever it happens to be. I mean, women, you you can be the aggressors. It's not not unheard of anymore. I think you know with with the way people were raised that oh the men have to be the aggressors or the men have to you know start everything. Girls, we know you want it just as bad as we do. Go get it. Go get it. Take it. Just get it on. And you're right. And that an article that I was reading about three things that um, you know men wanted more. One was and one was for that was to be the instigator more uh, and having more confidence in themselves. And that, so that was one of the things was instigate more. And I think that's where, like you were talking earlier about, you're both there, you're both kind of like hot and bothered, but there's no communication and then nothing happens. And I think because a lot of the times, yeah, you're right. It's your society teaches that, you know, the women are, they're looking pretty and it's the man's job to come and, and take. And it doesn't always have to be that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think there's the one thing you can try. It doesn't have to be this grand gesture. It doesn't have to be a pole in your bedroom or, you know, bondage or anything like that. It's just do one thing out of the ordinary, whether it's, whether it's you maybe talk dirty if you don't talk dirty maybe it's you're a little more vocal maybe you're dressed in something maybe you're not a lingerie wear get a piece of lingerie maybe it's you know something just one little thing and that i think the effects of that could be felt for for a long time you know and talk to each other you know come up with figure out what your fantasies are talk to each other about different fantasies and things like that 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 go through each other's minds because women mm. have fantasies, men have fantasies. You don't have to. I mean, there's always a way to kind of compromise and live out those fantasies with each other. You don't have to go outside of, you know, your relationship to be each other's fantasy. And you know, talk about them. Because if, if you can talk about them, a lot of times you can take those fantasies and bring them together. And you'll find out that you're probably sharing a lot of the same things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just so many different things. And, um, boo, hey, Bobby, there's the owner of Mile High Radio. Right on, right so, on. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, just so many different things you can try. And, Talk about it because maybe you think, well, I don't know what to do different. This is what I know. Talk to your partner. Maybe your partner has some ideas. Maybe there's something they've thought about or they'd like you to, you know, they would like or they'd like to try with you. It could be, you know, the littlest thing. So start the conversation. We have started the conversation. I think we've been pretty open (laughs) about all of this and uh, just Take it from here and and do it. I challenge everybody that's watching, do one little thing. And I would love, we both would love this if uh, 
let us know. We challenge you. We are challenging you to do one little thing, and we want to hear about it. If you want to share in a message on our Facebook page, you can message us. Or if you're a little shy and you don't want to, go to our website and click on the Ask a Question tab and just say in it that, because it will be anonymous, just say, I tried one thing different, and I'd love to share it because maybe it's something someone else might not have thought about. Or we want to cheer you on we want to be like yeah and what has it done for your relationship so we'd love to hear if you try one thing we challenge you we challenge you take the dare and i'll tell you this the people who speak up are heroes to the people who are afraid to speak up because i guarantee you if you have a question or if you have a comment you are either answering someone else's question or you are asking the question for them yes Everybody shares those same questions or has questions that maybe you're just going to share the answer to. Be that hero. Just engage. The more engagement we get, the more we're able to kind of feed off of that. And it energizes us. I, I know I get extremely excited when I see a new review. I know I get, well, so excited. In fact, that I, first thing I do is I, I, message Lynn. Hey, Lynn, did you see that one? And she does the same thing. She's just as excited. She's like, hey, did you see we got a new review? So get on over there. Give us a review. Or a comment. Or yeah. A comment even. So this is, we love doing this. We do this for you because we love having people who just want to sit and listen to us blabber on about whatever. So, uh, well, we do it for us too because we love it. <laughs> I, you know, I absolutely love getting on this thing and talking to Lynn and sharing with all of you. And, and I'm so glad you're feeling better. You had a crappy weekend. Your bike busted. You were sick all week. So I'm glad we got like the full on CJ tonight. So glad you're feeling. Yes. Yeah, I broke my bike. If you didn't listen to the first part of the show, you'll know that I had an extremely bad weekend. Supposed to be out with my boys all weekend long riding my motorcycle, getting some wind therapy, and Friday night, I'm on my way home, and boom, transmission's out. Out. Completely. Shit. Yeah. And then you got sick. Uh. <laughs> yeah, and then I get sick on top of it. So, yeah. Uh, back. back. The bike being broken isn't the worst thing that could happen. Being sick ain't the worst thing that can happen. But I tell you what, this would be the worst thing that could happen. The worst thing that could happen right now is that you didn't enjoy the show. Uh, that would crush me. So I hope each and every one of you enjoyed the show. I hope each and every one of you comes out each Thursday night, 11 Eastern, 8 Pacific. And Lynn, I know we've got some extremely exciting news to share everybody yes in on this exciting news yes well we I made a post um, about all the places because now we've been accepted to Apple podcast which was iHeart which was iTunes we are on Stitcher radio we are on Google Play we of course have our YouTube channel but now da -da 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 -da, drum roll um, milehighradio.com, which is an online radio station that runs 24-7, is going to be airing our show 
on Mondays at 8.30 p.m. I think that's the time I told you, right? That's what Mondays I- at 8.30 Pacific, 11.30 Eastern Standard Time, every Monday. So this show is going to be broadcast Monday. And... But you, so you can find them on Facebook. Go show them some love because they're going to show us some love. And, uh, they've got great music. They got the Grateful Dead Hour that runs and Bowie. And they've got, it's a station that has, plays great music that runs 24 seven. They've got some great talk shows, some great sports programming. So, and you can find them on Facebook. Just search for milehighradio.com. So facebook.com slash milehighradio. And you will find them, like the page, check out the website, and um, and show them some love because they're going to be broadcasting us uh, live every Monday. So if you can't catch this or you want to listen again or whatever, go check us out there. So that is huge that we are going to be there. I, I don't know what to say. I mean, other than thank you. Thank you to Mile High Radio for taking a chance on – this this show, man, this is going to be absolutely amazing. I guess we better start getting our shit together, right. and uh, <laughs> and hopefully, hopefully, we can we can help them as much as they're going to help us. So, absolutely. So I don't know if Bobby Guarante is still still watching, but he's the owner of Mile High Radio, also I ninety five Sports Network. Uh, they live stream. Um, sporting events on the East Coast, um, New York, New Jersey, um, and growing. And uh, they have some great sports programming. So, yeah, show them some love. We all put the link on our Facebook page, and you can go and uh, and like them. They've got great music. I like listening to the Grateful Dead Hour. I'm a, I'm a deadhead, so I love listening to that. So, yeah, so yay, that is so exciting. So, so thank you to them. So to all of you watching, Angela, let me see who else. Ricky Prime was in the house. Bobby, thank you for watching. Alana, thank you for showing up. Evelyn, yes. Awesome. Evelyn just had a new grandchild. Congrats. Congratulations to you, Evelyn. And you will see us next week. And you know what's coming up. You don't have to be perfect to be that perfect solution. That's right. Stay wild, people. Oh, yeah.